What is going on, everybody? It's another Tail Goats podcast episode. It is Sunday, February 5th. How are you all doing today? My name is Will Finn, and I'm joined virtually by a new guest today. He is a big, important member of our Discord community. He goes by the name of Ken. What is going on, man? What is going on? It is great to finally be on. Long time coming. Now, we usually have people in studio or we have um, people at their house or in an office. Would you mind telling me where we're recording from today? We are sitting in the driver's seat. At your at your house? Yes, sir. <laughs> in the car. I love it. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds really, really good. Well, Ken, good there. Ken, we, we, we started this Discord community uh, last year, and it was something that we really like drag, dragged our feet with because we really – we weren't sure, you know, what direction to take it. Was gambling not legal in Ohio yet unless unless you had a way with um, an online website? Um, we really wanted to get the ball moving towards the end of the year. And when when legalization happened, we got a few more members in the in the group and it's an exciting time because you've been red hot in college basketball. So I'm glad to have you in the group, but why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself? I have a few notes here. You went to Bowling Green, studied marketing, but most importantly, you're 22 and living in Catawba. That's that's what's up. Yeah, it is fantastic up here. Um, winters can drag on a little bit, but summer's right around the corner. So, are you like on the water? Uh pretty much. Yeah. With, um, with, I mean, with three college friends. I actually need three guys that I know from work. Oh, that's even so, that's even better. And you're working yeah, at the Catawba it's a Club. Sweet spot. You're working at the Catawba Club, bartending, doing the golf newsletter in the summer. But right now, most importantly, you've been printing us money in in the in the Discord. So, I with gambling legalized in Ohio, I, I thought it'd be great to do an episode of someone that really knows what they're what they're doing and someone that's been on a hot streak. And if you aren't in the discord yet, I don't, and you're listening to the podcast, I don't know what you're waiting for. If you, if you want to make money and follow along with someone who's red hot, I have his record uh, somewhere here. I think you texted me it. You're something stupid. 309 wins, 252 losses, one, no contest. I don't know how I, we just talked about how you only have one draw, which is just, Unreal, but up 29 units on the year. That's a lot of plays, but I have you at 55%. And if you're just taking against the spread, we, we talked about this off the air, you really have to go 52% to break even. So you've beat the books by 3%. And, you know, I wanted you on the podcast today for you to kind of walk me through the process of, all right, it's it's Monday, there's a lot of college basketball on, I want you to walk the process of how, how you look at the slate and then you identify like the few games to a lot of games of of what you'd like to play that evening. Yeah, absolutely. So every day is different. I mean, the amount of plays every day, just it's more on what spreads catch my eye. So typically we're looking at the slate, you know, scrolling through. And the first thing I do is just look for lines that catch my eye. Um, it, 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 for someone that doesn't know what that means, what, what, what pops out at you? So, uh, I mean, there's a couple of different things that I look at. 
Um, number one, lines that don't make a whole lot of sense. Um, that may be a very public play. Because explain what a explain what explain to someone that like if they've never gambled before, what do you what do you consider a public play? So, so sharp betters, technically professional betters, are the big dogs when it comes to money on a game. So there's going to be a discrepancy in a game that is heavy public wise versus heavy sharp wise. Okay. So public money. It's not going to make up a large portion of the money. It's going to make up a large portion of the bet slips. The tickets, so you might right. have 70% of the bets on one team, but you might have 80 or 90% of the money on the other team. And that's where you get that discrepancy where the public's on one side, that's where all the bet slips are coming in, but the money, a large majority of the money is on the other side. And that's where you get that sharp play, that sharp action. Right. And the sharps don't guarantee they, they really don't guarantee anything, but they're usually they're you more often than that. They're onto something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes. I mean, I'm not saying a sharp play is guaranteed win. Obviously you hit it 55%, you hit it 60%. You know, that's all you can ask for um, when it comes to gambling, sports gambling. So, yeah, it's all about identifying those lines, just seeing what what sticks out. Okay, what um when when pertaining to college basketball, what 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 jumps out at you? So there's a lot of different things I look at. Um, diving into like offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency. Um, you can get these stats. I'll I'll plug play picks actually. Okay, a uh, great website to that will give you like. Offensive efficiency stats, you know, points per game, rebounds per game, um, just like allows stats to be helpful in identifying which side I'm going on the line. Okay. So, so yeah, big thing college basketball. Big thing I look at rebounds. I think that obviously in any fast of basketball, you know, rebounds, second chance points are a big thing. But especially in college basketball, a lot of these games where you have a Big Ten slugfest. You have a Big 12 slugfest. Um, look at that West Virginia. I believe it was West Virginia, Oklahoma State a couple days ago. Okay. Game ended in the 50s, I believe. Um, and, I mean, every single possession is crucial in those games, especially when the spread is just a couple of points. Right. One thing I noticed, and we, we talked a little bit off the air, is there was times, too, where – you don't take the take the points. You won't take the spread. Can you identify what makes you take a money line versus, say, two or three points? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a very spread-heavy better. Um, I, as we talked off the air, I'm typically I see a spread of a point and a half. Same thing that I just noted on with how every possession is crucial in a lot of these, you know, conference games, especially. Um, a lot of these games are decided by one point. It's free throws at the end of the game, and right, you know, it's the adage that college kids can't make free throws. Right. So, um, typically, I look. I'm a, I almost always look spread. Um, occasionally, I'll go money line if I see a lot of value in it. For example, it was UC Davis played Hawaii. Um, 
Sumta earlier this week, and they were a two-point underdog. And that's typically a game where I look points because I almost always go spread. But I saw enough value on the money line. I mean, they were just better across the board. And so that that was a game where I lay, lay money line, whereas typically I go spread. Nice. Okay. Um, now, I'm looking back here at the second week of January, and obviously I know – I had plays in here as well, but I'm looking at this this stretch of three four days in a row, three digit three digit wins. Uh, I'd say like anywhere between six and eight unit days. What were you doing? What 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 were you on that uh, you found so much success? I mean, sometimes you just get hot. Sometimes you're really feeling the board. Sometimes you're seeing it well. And it just seems like everything's going through the hoop. Um, but, you know. On, on the flip side as, of that, on the flip side of that, it, and we we said we were going to talk about this, how, how do you stay emotionally really out of it? Because you don't want to go on tilt. There are going to be, there are losing days. There's no such thing as a guaranteed winner. And there's days where it's going, it's going to be bad where you, you feel like you can't do anything right. How, how do you stay even keeled? It's all about trusting every play that you like because, yeah, as, as you just noted, there's there's going to be days that start cold, finish hot. There's going to be days that start hot, finish cold. Um, but you just kind of – you got to get through it, just place your picks because the one day that I, we've talked about a lot um, – One in, Started it, one in six and finished ten and nine. I mean, it, it's an unreal run at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, that, that was – probably my favorite day that we've had in this discord i mean we've had days where we've went nine and two we've had days like yesterday we went 11 and five you know great days in terms of profit but i'll say that day that saturday where we started one and six and fought all the way back to 10 and nine that's a perfect example of you just gotta you just gotta trust your picks you gotta you know the one don't let the don't let the negative profit for the day influence you and just you know because you can always rebound right uh, speaking of negativity uh, the one the one thing annoying when when your slate comes out and i find you auto fading michigan state every every single time can you i mean can you walk me through that because it, in the long run you're gonna I, I don't get it you're gonna lose money i'll tell you it's 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 not it's not an auto fade it's just all respect to tom is though he's a great coach i will say that but I just don't think Michigan State is all that good this year. And I will say, I believe that we've made money against them. It's close, but I think we're we're up a couple of units there. Or at least close. Right. And 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 Tommy said, you know, no one could shoot. But he thinks that they may be getting too much respect from the bookmakers right now. Are there any other teams that classically you think are getting too much respect other than Michigan State? I would say Gonzaga is a big one this yes. year. Um, yes. I don't think Gonzaga is a very good team this year. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Is there any other auto fades that you have other than Michigan State and Gonzaga this year? I wouldn't say auto fades. I wouldn't even necessarily classify Gonzaga and Michigan State as auto fades. More just 
teams that I think are getting too much respect on a lot of the lines in their games. Um, but there are definitely teams opposite of the auto fade that I will tail almost no matter what. Um, and I've had plenty of those this year, as you guys know. I, I so. was on I was on Xavier forever. Oh yeah, we've been on Xavier all year. I feel like um, a lot of Xavier. You started with, if everybody remembers, Queens started with Queens University. <laughs> right. um, a lot of them at the start of the year. Why no love? No Seton Hall today. No Seton Hall today. Uh, they played DePaul. I I actually did not check the score. Um, not not sure what happened in that one. Yeah, your 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 photo icon in the in the in the group is is a Seton Hall icon, and I was kind of I saw that today, and uh, Seton Hall, Seton Hall won by five. I think they were getting like ten and a half, if not more than that. Oh yeah, that, that's troublesome in college. Is it, when I ever see I, the lines that jump out to me right away are are the double digit lines, and like just, just like looking at it today, like. California is pretty bad, and they haven't won a game on the road. But Utah's they got to win by seventeen, and then yeah, this other this other game that a couple weeks ago, Houston and Temple. This is at six o'clock today. I don't think anybody's gonna listen before before six. But Houston's on the road. They are favored to win by ten, and just a couple weeks ago, Temple outright beat them as seventeen point dogs or something like that. So, yeah, that's that, that's one of those lines that, you know, may catch your eye. Like, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you look at it. Right. Um, Houston is another team that – I do think Houston's a good basketball team. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they have played a lot of close games this year. And right. They're not playing in the Big 12. They're not playing in the Big 10. So, you know, they're a good team. Do they deserve that one rating that they've had a lot of the year? And I believe they're at three now, slipped to three. But – there's some teams in the Big Ten. There's teams in the Big Twelve that may be more middle of the pack. I think if could outright beat Houston, if not play them very closely. Right. So um, the the last question I'm going to talk to you about on the gambling aspect is, um, you know, March Madness is 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 roughly a month away. Are you going Cannot to wait. are you going to be taking every single game of that the actual first round? It'll be tempting. Um, <laughs> I got I got killed last year. I got absolutely killed, and I was so excited because I had followed it as closely as possible. I expect the Discord to be just absolutely on fire. Oh, it'll, it'll be electric. I, I'm off. I, I'll tell you, I'm the same way. I uh, obviously spent a lot of my time, you know, on college basketball, and I will tell you, I might be the worst person to pick a bracket. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. Two years ago, I had Illinois winning the national championship, bounced in the second round. Last year, I had Tennessee bounced in the second round. So let's hope for some some better luck this time around. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I, I I have no idea where to begin there. I, I, the people that usually know the most do do really bad on it. Well, um, you know, the the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, your, your fandom and and. And I, I ask a lot of the same questions to um, all the guests that come on. But you said you Cavs and Guardians, and you're not really the biggest. You don't have a team, but you grew up a Peyton Manning fan. Uh, walk me through your Cavs fandom because with you being younger, you you uh, I mean, how much of the 
the first LeBron go round. Do you really remember with him being drafted in in uh, two thousand five, four or five? I mean, not a whole lot there. I mean, obviously, I don't remember exactly. You know, when he left to go to Miami and everything. That was obviously nobody liked to see that. But right. oh, as um, an older fan, a it, big we're part devastating. of my fandom was his second go around. So were you a my did you were you a fan of LeBron when he was on the Miami Heat or no? I wouldn't say I was no, I wouldn't say I was a fan. I mean, I just hated that he left the city of Cleveland. I mean obviously he went and did great things in Miami. All respect for that. Believe in the city. Um he did come back though. He got us that championship eventually. What do you think's gonna happen with Kyrie right now? It, it's it's interesting. I mean, Kyrie He's, he seems like a locker room cancer anywhere he goes. Now, I've been a big Kyrie fan since college. I mean, obviously, he didn't play much at Duke, but um, I got I got a Brooklyn Kyrie jersey. I got a Cavs Kyrie jersey. I got a Boston Kyrie jersey. I've been a big Kyrie fan, um, but I hope he goes somewhere. I hope he can, you know, make it work, but it just seems like everywhere he goes, there, there's an issue these days. Well, I mean, he'll fit right in, and in, in if he's a Clipper, because those guys get days off all the time. Yeah, he'll love it. He'll love it there. And then obviously, LeBron tweeted the eyes with the 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 uh, crown, and someone came yeah, I was going to mention that someone came out saying <laughs> tampering, and uh, you know, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I think that maybe Brooklyn calls his bluff. You know. I thought that Kevin Durant was gone, and Brooklyn called his bluff, and he ended up staying. So, dude, your guess is as good as mine. It should be an interesting deadline coming up. I don't know what the Cavs are going to do. Once again, this is another season where they started incredibly hot and played, you know, essentially 500 basketball since the first 10 games. I don't know how good this team is is for the playoffs they're a team that could get uh that could act, miss the um not be in the the play-in tournament and actually get seeded but they could get bounced in the very first round given that um who know who their matchups are well Brooklyn with Kyrie that's not a good matchup you know no i think there's with this current Cavs team there's a lot there's a million ways it could go i mean i could see this team making a deep run wouldn't want to see it, but it could also see him getting bounced in the first round. I mean, they got talent all around the board. Donovan Mitchell, I will say, move the offseason. Oh, absolutely. him in Cleveland. I mean, he's been fantastic all year. And the trade really um, but, worked out for both both sides, and it remains to be seen with the, the picks that Utah got. Correct, yeah. But, what, I mean, what we've seen so far from Donovan Mitchell this year, I mean, it's hard to say that trade was not in our favor no matter what ends up happening. Right. Right. What about the Guardians? Let's talk some baseball, man. I'll tell you, big college basketball guy, but baseball is my favorite sport. Me I too, brother. Absolutely baseball, man. We we said we were done talking gambling. Are, do you do some baseball gambling or no? We'll be doing it this year. It's so um, hard. It's so hard. It's, you know, obviously with not being legal, but you still look at spread. You still look at all that. Um, or, you know, got another way to do it but well a lot of people um, just take total bases with jose ramirez and and they can't wait for him to come up i mean that makes it fun but it's a little bit different given that it's um like hockey 
in it, that the it, you you're betting on runs and and goals, but the line is almost always one and a half. So your team would have to win by two runs, and obviously it's uh, uh like an underdog type line. And uh, the team getting the runs, it's it's a bit heavier juice. Uh, it, it's it's very tough. I remember there was a period last year where I was just outright taking the Dodgers because they were bludgeoning everybody, and it was like it was free money. But I, I, I'm not the best at it. Uh, I'll make some money line parlays, but I get in so much trouble with parlays. I just think that they're sucker bets. They're not even actually in the long run making money. I mean, maybe some people are. I, I, it's just not me. I'm, I'm the same way. I just, I think that that's if I had to give advice to somebody that's just getting started you know i would say straight bets are the way to go because sure you might hit that miracle parlay once but it's not going to happen very often and even i'll tell you a couple nights ago i had um it was the night we went nine and five right three days ago um i had a eight team i haven't placed a parlay all year in college basketball i don't know why i did it I parlayed like eight heavy favorites. Okay. And believe it or not, three of the first four, minus 200 or more, lost. Right. And, and here's the thing is, I, I, I hate to, to piss and anybody's curious about this, but if you're making three-game parlays and you go two and three in every single one of them, you're – you're at sixty six percent, and absolutely, you would be destroying the bookmakers. Yep. Instead, they're I mean, destroying you're you. Money, and that's why I know people want that big payout. They do it for the, you know, you're going to get great odds on it, but it's it's not the way to go because, like you said, you can go seven for eight, and you know you're out your cash. Dude, Whereas I, if you go seven for eight straight bets. Like you said, you're bankrupting the book. Right. And, and DraftKings has been doing this no sweat sing, same game parlay. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do one, whatever. And I, I picked 15 props on the Cavs game. And I picked props that were all like minus 400 or higher. And I went 15 and 0. I, and I'm like, this That's is absurd. I'm like, this is dumb. This is the first time I've done it. They're trying to get me hooked. They're giving me a. A, a no sweat parlay, so you get your money back if you lose. And then I, I waited a couple of days. I did another one. This time I did a a, a Nikola Jokic like five. I did like his points, rebounds, assists, steals, and a, a, a one three point make. I went five and zero. I went five and zero. I go, dude, I'm twenty and zero on these. What, there, am I? Are, is everybody else doing something wrong, or is this like an easy way to lose money? And then I'm looking and I'm like. Dude, I'm never going to do that again. Ever. I mean, you've got to win. I don't care if the odds are minus 400 Correct. for every single bet. you got to win 15 straight. That's unbelievable. Not, that's not feasible. It, it, and to be honest with you, Ken, the, the, the one I hit 15 on, the dude got, got the garbage time rebound to, to end it. Like, it, it was, it's absolutely absurd that... I need like one more rebound or something like that. But anyways, we got a little off topic there. Guardians are coming up. This stuff is already on its way to Arizona. Spring training baseball is nearly here. Uh, that way, man. Very, very interesting team this year where their only weaknesses really are 
at catcher, which remains to be seen. The guy, I, the guy I that, think that Zunino signing will will pan out well for us, though. You know what? I don't. You're gonna laugh at me. I don't want it to because it's such a a low low risk, high reward Cleveland style signing that they get away with murder on some of these signings. But yes, I, I, I'm still saying it's a weak spot, and then a designated hitter. They don't really have a dedicated guy, but I, I first see like uh, Josh Bell hanging out there a lot. Um, yep. In, in the rotation, obviously as deep as as usual. I'm not seeing it high in the in the preseason rankings, which to be honest that's with you, abs- I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, but I'm okay with it because then, you know, the expectations aren't super high. I think we know what the expectations are for those guys, your Bieber's, McKenzie's. Um, we, we think the world of them, and then obviously our our bullpen is one of the best at baseball still and very annoyingly they're doing the speed and defense where you know the multiple gold glove winners last year i i said to someone the other day i go you know what we're really starting to outdo what the the tampa bay rays were doing and now with the the shift being uh outlawed i think it's going to work in our favor yeah i completely agree with you i mean I'm really excited for the upcoming season. I'm excited to see what this team can do. Like you said, the rotation's great. Uh, the bullpen's great. I think some of these off-season signings with Josh Bell, Mike Zanino. I'm really excited to see what the team can do. I mean, obviously, fresh off uh, ALDS uh, trip last year. Right, one game away from the ALCS. Well, correct, yeah. And, I mean, division title, I think it's definitely – I'm not putting expectations on anybody, but I think that this team definitely has the makeup of, you know, a team that can make a deep run once again. Um, because especially the backbone of, you know, the majors is the bullpen, it's the pitching, and um, obviously Cleveland excels in both of those. So yep. I'm looking forward to it. The, the total wins uh, just came out. I saw 88 and a half. Are you going to be taking the over? We will be on the over, absolutely. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. Well, kid, thanks so much for your time today. Sorry, the little delay. Yeah, it's always a technical difficulty over here. But uh, no anything worries, else? Man. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I don't think so. Let's uh, let's get everybody. Let's get the Discord keep going. See if we can get you know stay hot this week and getting into March Madness baseball season. Keep it rolling in there. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, and um, hope to talk to you again. Hell yeah, dude! All right, we're gonna end with Scott Hall today. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Have a good day, man. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do.